they want a me versus you environment. You you either with us or against us mentality, carrying on the same agenda that 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 previous ancestors have been doing for for generations. You must leave the area immediately. If you refuse to leave the area, you will be arrested for North Carolina General Statute. Under North Carolina General Statute. But the fact of the matter is, it is not okay what you are doing, and the people are not intimidated. If you have a good sheriff, however, they can stand in the gap. You got to be subject to the law, whether you have on blue jeans or blue uniforms. What is right is right is right. The people on the left have always understood that they would tell people, think globally, act locally. We need to understand what the global agenda is, but we need to act locally to counter it. And we need to do it in a way that occupies peace. We need to do it in a way that is going to make connections with each other locally so we see each other as human beings and not as... The Word of God teaches us in the book of Psalms. It says that if I had wings like a dove, then I would fly away and be at rest. All right, all right. Welcome to Podcast Les Renaissance. Today's guest was one of my first. He is a repeat. Mohammed Lee. He was my security detail back in the uh, protests in Elizabeth City for Andrew Brown. He was standing by with me, you know, while we, while we had riot police marching up one side and I had Antifa instigators on the other. He was watching my back for me and helping me keep track of my equipment. And if you didn't catch the last episode with him, you really should. Uh, he, last we talked, he had a warrant out. He actually turned himself in in Virginia Beach and I guess he went to jail for 24 days over a DUI charge, which he says he's innocent with and he's going now he's got a pending court date for that uh, I believe sometime in late November so we'll have to keep up with that and we were going to talk about the military and the government narratives and how they lead people to do things like join the military uh, we were both highly influenced by the 9-11 incident I believe he actually joined the military as a result of it directly pretty much and I nearly did myself but right before we were going to record this episode, Facebook got shut down, and we wanted to cover that, and it actually had a lot to do with what we were originally going to talk about. Stay tuned. We're back with Lee. He's been on a journey, uh, as usual. Um, why don't you tell us where you've been since the last time you've been on here? I, I guess you've uh, you turned yourself into the authorities. Yes, sir, I did. How did that go for you? You spent, a, what was it, a week or two in jail? No, more like 24 days. Oh, it was that long? Wow. And you're just waiting for your trial at this point, basically? Yes, sir. Well, we were going to talk about a totally different topic relating to the military and, I guess, people like buying into the the narratives that, <laughs> that unfortunately become untrue over time, you know, like 9-11 being a reason to go into Iraq and Afghanistan and all that. But then something much more, uh, you know, something pretty big came up, and we decided to talk about that instead. 
and um, that is Facebook being shut down. And I heard, I saw that this was going on. I wasn't really interested. But then Lee sent me a link to a 60 Minutes interview, which aired last night, uh, which was that Sunday, Sunday night. And the whistleblower who I guess made some complaints came public. And then all of a sudden, now here we are, Facebook shut down. How did you end up hearing about it? Well, I, I was trying to send messages to a uh, friend of mine in Indonesia, and uh, it wasn't going out. I thought it was my Internet, um, so I even turned my data off, turned it back on, turned the Wi-Fi off, you know, reset everything. And um, I'm like, no, well, every other app is working, but WhatsApp is not working. Then I got a, a feed, a YouTube feed that popped up on my phone regarding Facebook, WhatsApp, and uh, IG. But what stuck out to me more was WhatsApp because I communicate on there with friends, uh, particularly when you travel as much as I do. People like ourselves as travelers, you know, we utilize those apps such as Line, uh, Communication, uh, WeChat, and obviously WhatsApp. So, uh, yeah, so I clicked on the little link. Uh, boom, there we go. Found out what was going on. I wasn't surprised by far. It was just more of a matter of time in my mind. Right. Yeah, I mean, because you, you and I, I mean, like, I have Facebook for, like, just so I can connect with certain groups on there, but I don't even use my real name or anything because for years I've noticed <laughs> that it's just intentionally making me upset. And I believe you've seen that before yourself, huh? Definitely. I went on a tirade uh, years ago. <laughs> You're right. Uh, like, I ended up getting off, and I was off for like five years, but, you know, seven years. Then I got back on uh, when I was living abroad. But living abroad, you know, on Facebook and trying to communicate with friends and family back home, it makes all the sense in the world to to utilize it. And plus, it, and plus, I wasn't even I still wasn't even on there as much, but I use it as a platform to uh, kind of inspire, motivate, or you know, and shed light on the the, the importance of travel. Because coming from where I come from, you know, and people in these communities, they see a guy like myself or anybody for that matter that's uh, where they come from, and then now I'm overseas in Vietnam, Thailand, Japan, so I, I use that as an instrument of, you know, really just a platform for encouraging others. Uh, and then once I got back from overseas, I shut it down. And I recently got back on for like a week or so, or whatever, just to kind of reconnect with a few people. How how long did it, it take you for your blood pressure to rise when you got back on? I, 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 think, about, I think about day three. Day, day three, three. I, yeah, by day three. I, I mean, because, cause I, but I was consciously aware of uh, the fact that I could get very angry real quick because I, I thought, you know, recalling so many different uh, memories, and then I'm and I'm looking at and I'm looking at this platform here again, and I'm like, in ten years, ain't nothing, ain't nothing changed, you know, as it pertains <laughs> to the uh, as far as the people. I'm not talking about the platform itself and what you can do as far as investing and things of that nature. Of course, it's gonna right. Be, be more advanced, you know, from a digital standpoint, what what not, uh, of marketing to, you know, and uh, things of that nature. But as far as people's behavior, I mean, it's still like high school clicks, you know, and stuff like that. Uh, oh yeah, and that whole that whole thing where you know we would feel our blood pressure rise. I kind of suspect that it was intentional, but that's what the whole whistleblower she came out and was saying. They are, you know, it's it's it is intentional. They found that. People who are angry 
they engage with content they hate more than the content that they love. So this was like all intentional, which didn't surprise me at all, really. Yeah, definitely. No, no one wants to hear anything that's really positive. I mean, like, I mean, anybody can say something positive, you know, but um, it only goes so far because you have to have actions to back up what you're saying. Oh, yeah. I mean, because somebody can post something and be like, oh, that's so beautiful, that's amazing. But they doing it really just, you know, to be part of that, that atmosphere group, you know, uh, letting them know that they are, you know, joined in with them. They're connected, you know. And so you come in on one one, one person's post and, you know, you, you kind of in the back of your mind expect them to, re- I mean, respond to one of your posts as well. You know, which is nothing necessarily wrong with it, but it's like it's like uh, showcasing yourself. That was what the internal data was saying. That she was saying, especially on Instagram for teenage girls. Apparently, Instagram was making them more depressed, and they knew this. And which, <laughs> rather than getting off of the app, it made them want to use the app more just to get the attention of their friends and stuff. I guess it just made it just created like a worsening depression for these teenage girls and facebook knew about this and even used it to their advantage is what these papers were showing but then well the thing that struck me because i didn't care that facebook shut down i mean i've seen it shut down before but this time it's connected directly with this whistleblower coming public and i didn't know that until you shared it with me so it kind of stands out it's like what why do you think they shut down what's your take on that why do i think they shut down in general, or just why do I think they shut down now? Right now, I can't. I can't say um, that I know why they did it like today. Right. Like I, I don't know the reason why today. Um, I can. Only, I can only answer that I knew it was coming. And even if they do bring it back up, at some point, it's still gonna, you know, explode out in a way to where. Um, it just it's just not gonna be a pretty fight if they if they allow it to continue you know to be down i think I think humanity would be better off without it <laughs> well, I'm not gonna argue with that but when when I saw it in correlation with that um sixty minutes interview and I went through and I wrote an article on healinglaw dot com about it, I kind of connected together i because she filed six s e c complaints the security exchanges commission. And when that when she came public, I think it just had so much coverage that they just went in and they they personally tried to scrub as much of the harmful information as they could before people could find proof of things that would show up in court later on. I mean, that's the best take I've got on it, that they obviously intentionally shut it down, I believe. And, and now as we speak, I just checked it again, it is actually back up, but Instagram is still down. So unfortunately, we don't have the utopia future that we might have hoped for, <laughs> but that's to be expected. No, it's coming though. It's coming, but I mean, at the same time, uh, I mean, you got you got billions of people that's willing to just play this game. Hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, but this should this should really force everyone to understand that hey, you know. This information age is, is is more real than we ever imagined it to be, you know, as a, as a people. You know, 
But if you ever been in community, uh, the uh, security uh, field, whatnot, uh, having ties or any education as it pertains to uh, cyber security, we already mm-hmm. knew it was coming to begin with anyway. <laughs> we already knew. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously they showed it in movies. And it's not necessarily about if you're doing anything wrong or not. It's just the fact that you are totally exposed. You know, why do you have to be seen every day? Why do you have to be oh, yeah. right every day? And everybody don't like you anyway. So that <laughs> it just it just don't fare well. You know, relationships broken. You know, I even had that happen to me. You know, who is this guy on Facebook messaging you? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> He said, "Who is this girl? Who is this girl messaging you on Facebook? It's a girl I met a year ago. I don't know." That's it. The, the sixty know? minutes interview. She said she lost a friend to conspiracy theories on Facebook, which made me laugh. I was like, "How did you lose him?" Because I guess I didn't want to talk anymore after him falling down a conspiracy theory rabbit hole or something. I don't know. It was just funny to me. Because they also spin it like, obviously, they're trying to keep their narrative going. Which actually kind of ties back to what we initially wanted to talk about, is the government controlling the narrative. And I think, what see, because my real thing is I think Facebook is getting publicly shamed like this because I think it was making it harder for the government to control the narrative and the media to control the narrative. It allowed people to break free of the narrative and kind of go into these different things. And the narrative being, you know, 9-11 and these terrorists back when, you know, that's what inspired me to want to get in the military. And I think that was what got you as well. Yeah, certainly. And I think that Facebook really hindered that ability for the government to create that singular narrative. To me, that's the real reason that they're going public, would be my best guess. But I don't know. Because that kind of feeds into what we initially wanted to talk about. Have you, have you seen the movie Jason Bourne? Not not the Born Identity, but 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 the last installment that when uh, Matt Damon came back. No, I have not. I encourage you to watch it because uh, mm-hmm. this is this is a prime example of, of what I'm talking about or what we're we're discussing right now. Uh, so, I mean, quick example. So, one of the scenes in the movie. I'm not going to say at what point of the movie because you haven't seen it yet. I'm going to say one, at one point of the movie, there's a this guy. And he's a techie. I'm gonna just say I'm gonna just call him a techie. Uh, he ended up getting government contracts uh, through whether it's the CIA, uh, FBI, and um, he was getting ready to go public about um, what's been taking place behind scenes and what the CIA wanted him to do with the information that. They have his him and his company has been gathering, uh, you know, through through the market of uh, their company, and uh, they try to set him up, uh, but without getting into too much detail because I don't want to spoil the movie. No, I mean, go for it. I probably honestly won't want. I don't like watching movies, especially by myself. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, uh, so they had a they had a convention. I believe it was in like. Las Vegas, Las Vegas convention in the movie. Uh, Jason Bourne ended up coming back from overseas, uh, from Bangladesh or somewhere like that, and um, came back, tried to try to prevent uh, things from happening. 
as far as information getting out out there. Um, well, 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 he wasn't trying to prevent information from getting out there, but he was he was more in protective of the information to where the information uh, doesn't necessarily get into the wrong hands. Uh, mm-hmm. But it, it's, it's the same. It's the same. Uh, uh, complex of uh, him just trying to make sure that hey, uh, we we know what you're doing. We're going to stop you. There's nothing you can do about it. But uh, the CIA directors and people like that end up getting exposed. I mean, it's definitely because it's definitely going on behind the scenes that the government is trying to control the public's opinion of things for sure. I think Obama. He, uh, what was the act? There was some kind of act that allowed, that actually banned the government from propagandizing the public, and Obama actually repealed it. So it was the only thing that kept the government from basically lying to the people through the media, and he repealed it. So we can only assume that the government is funneling information through the back doors of the media to get their narrative across. So I'm sure that things like that are happening in real life. Hell yeah, it is. I mean, I mean, but it's it's two parts to it because as a security professional, like you want, like you really want to uh, actually protect people. Like that's what you really want. Like you're not mm-hmm. there to um, go in and infiltrate and you know retrieve all information and and use it to your advantage. Like that's not what it's for. You know. Uh, but there are people that, that I mean, I mean, that's in, uh, I mean, that, that, that's actually, um, you know, that's in these positions and they're not using it the way that they're supposed to be using it. And they're sharing, they're sharing data, they're sharing information at all times. It's going from one hand to the next hand. So it's like you're placed in this, in this market and your name is juggling at all times you don't even know you can be sitting you can be sitting at home you can be in the car you can be at a job or something um but something is shifting about you like your name is shifting your number is out there and like mm-hmm. I, I, I never i never liked that and i never liked it i mean and, and that's 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 having everyone on the radar at the same time who wants to be on the radar at the same goddamn time you know what i mean uh but that's what changes things, you know. Because uh, once you once once you expose yourself, you gotta you gotta play the game. And if you don't play the game, there's a market for that too. And that market in itself, you know, which is more so of a ghost life or whatever, or a natural life, if you want to say, however you really want to put it. Um, mm-hmm. You got popular kids and you got the non-popular kids. Who do you want to be accepted by? What builds your character? What makes your character? What makes you you? Some people don't even know who they. Most people don't even know who they are. So, well, yeah, they get stuck, and what they are on Facebook is whatever gets them attention immediately. So, if it's getting them likes, that's what they go towards. Whether they actually feel inclined to that or not, they're just happy to see the likes. So, if that's like you know, could be posting a picture of their car or, you know. Who knows? Them at the beach, looking happy. But it, it, basically, their life is getting shaped by, especially I think girls and women like are much more of a target for this than men. But obviously, it's shaping both sides. 
but yeah, people already didn't know who they were. <laughs> now they have instant feedback to make them something that society wants to see them as rather than what they are really inside. Information has gotten to the wrong hands. We are way past that at this point. Mm-hmm. Everybody's exposed. Everybody's exposed. I mean, but that's, that, that is the part that ultimately bothers me. You know, yeah. but other people don't understand how exposed they are or what I mean by when I say exposed. You know, uh, I don't like myself to be out there, you know, with someone being able to retrieve all my information. Yeah, know, for sure. Unless I put it out there for myself. But everything I have put out, I know what I put out. You know, I know where I, I know, you know, the hands I've given it to, the information, whether it's pictures or audio or anything of that nature. But for me, I'm not, I'm not somebody that they'll want to war with. They just wouldn't want that. Cause mm -hmm. I'm not going to stop, you know, uh, cause I'm going to fight to protect my character and everything about me. But for the people that's not willing to die, they're easier targets, i.e. kids, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, they're soft targets, I should say, soft targets. Soft targets, you know, they're, they're vulnerable. People like myself are there to protect the soft targets. But you got people in position, again, they're misusing the information that they have, you know, in their hands. Well, I mean, yeah, I'd like to say that that's why Facebook <laughs> is shutting down. But unfortunately, I think it it always seems to be that we keep going towards that control of that information being funneled to basically the government and political power. And in America, it seems to be a little bit slower. But I, overseas, I know it's got it's really bad. Especially in this whole time, you know, looking at Australia, I don't know how much you've seen of Australia, but they are so controlled. Like if because their lockdowns. They're still locked down from coronavirus. And they if they leave their house without a mask, police are immediately coming around the corner to make them put it back on. If they've got drones surveilling them, it's wild. Like the amount of information that is getting collected on them. And I don't think we're far away from that, but fortunately, we're not quite that far. That's on the east side of, a, of a Australia. Though. On the west side, everybody going to football games. It's, yeah, it's all the cities, I guess, huh? Which is basically New York City. Because, well, last time we talked, there were, was there a vaccine passport? I don't think there was. There's vaccine passports in uh, New York City now, where if you want to go to a restaurant, you have to have a vaccine. <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah. And you have to prove it, obviously. So you have to show your server in the restaurant you want to go to your medical records. It's like... That used to be private information. They've been doing it in the Philippines as well. Oh, yeah? You have to have proof that you've been vaccinated in order to just buy a simple loaf of bread. It's wild. Asian companies or countries are much more like... They seem to be more willing to do something like just take a vaccine or listen to the government for some reason. But I could be mistaken. I'm not sure. Well, it depends on which agent. I mean, because every Asian country is totally different, to be honest mm. with you. Like, Japan is entirely different from China and vice versa. Uh, Vietnam is a country of its own. 
Thailand is a country of its own, the Philippines, like they are, they all have their own identity. Uh, I can speak for for the for the countries I've uh, stayed in, uh, particularly Vietnam. I love Vietnam, absolutely. Uh, do that. Mm-hmm. Um, they really care about their people, like so. But the misinformation aspect of everything as it pertains to this virus. They really think that they're doing, you know, the best that they can do in order to protect their citizens. Um, without the the virus in itself, that I believe Vietnam has a very good protocol. What are they doing? They was they was on some serious lockdown. Uh, I mean, you know, throughout throughout the past year, off and on, and um, you know, which helps help the cases from. Uh, actually multiplying and adding up. Um, they made sure if you um, want to go to this area that you would first have to be cleared in order to go from one district to another district. But it's pros and cons in it. On one side, you're being protected, but the other side, you're being, I mean, I mean, for, for instance, they also want you, want you to pay, like, I believe it's like a hundred thousand dong Vietnam dong or two hundred thousand Vietnam dong, which is like ten dollars, two hundred thousand Vietnam dong, uh, just mm-hmm. to go from from one uh, district to the next district. Wow. You know, so the control aspect of it in that regard, I dislike, but the fact that they take certain protocols and initiatives to protect the people, I do like. But misinformation and what what this really is seems to me governments really don't even they really don't even know they don't know they just they just saying follow the leader and quote unquote Americans or uh, America supposed to be the leaders of the world uh, such as Israel China you know Russia you know so all all the other countries they just they, they pretty much just follow suit. I don't. To, to me, the the virus seems to be in every country just a convenient excuse for the government to seize more power. Because it, it never never does the government encroach on your rights and then give them back. It never happens. They take your rights, whether they're actually trying to protect you or not, and they never give it back. It's just like that. that we see it now with you know the vax the it was two weeks to slow the spread here right lock down your shut down your business for two weeks then everybody has to wear masks and then a year and a half later now you got to get a vaccine it's like it doesn't end but it's the people's fault because we had all this opportunity and time to stand to stand side by side these are the results of what what happens when you do not unite for sure so I'm, it's, it's nothing even more to, too much to say at this point about everything. Oh yeah, I mean it definitely is down to people uniting. But I mean, I but the virus makes a convenient excuse because you don't know if the people you're uniting with are going to kill you inadvertently because they're sick in some people's heads. So it kind of makes it makes people paranoid of each other. You know a zombie when you see one. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's kind of it's, it's pretty clear. I mean, cut for me. Uh, yeah, you know a zombie when you see one. Yeah, I mean, information is just it's wild. And then 
is being used in ways that has never been used, at least on the scale it's being used, with Facebook intentionally causing young girls to be depressed or, you know, anyone who's using Facebook to get angry just to get more engagement. I mean, it, it's literally a, it's an information war. I mean, it's a, you know, I hate to quote Alex Jones there, but, you know, he had it with InfoWars because that's what it is. If you, if you ain't got the like, you ain't, I mean, you know, the perception is you can't make money, you're not going to be popular, you know, and these images keep constantly popping up, whether it's by entertainers or musicians or whoever or whatever, you know, uh, that's why perception does, does not ever and can ever, you know, override truth. Because you can still be successful, but you have to be successful in your own right. Mm-hmm. According to what you think or believe success success is, I'm I believe I'm successful. You know because everything that I, you know, set out to accomplish for the most part, I I did it already. You know, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm I'm literally I'm I'm not where I want to be, but I'm still where I need to be because mm-hmm. I know it's a difference between my intent. You know, and um, also my skills and capability of where I'm at. But think, so think about it. I mean, prime example, uh, getting arrested the way I got got arrested. In hindsight, I should be working in D.C. right now, but I'm not because somebody else intervened. Does that make me different than what I still would be with the uniform on? I'm still that person. Right. Yeah, people people get obsessed with getting titles and stuff, thinking that's what's gonna make them happy, and you know it's it's an empty pursuit. But I mean, it also brings up a different point where I've seen people do it in real life, especially women. I, I don't know what it is; they're more susceptible to it, where they compare themselves to others and think that they're not successful because they're not where that person is. I know men do it too, but it's just something I've noticed more with women, and I've seen that in real life. I can't imagine what Facebook and all this information of these social media programs are doing to people when they're trying to, you know, they're like, I need to be in this position to be happy and complete with my life, just like this guy. They're so busy comparing themselves to other people that they never get to see themselves for what they already are and that they have a unique pursuit that maybe nobody else has ever done. They don't have time for self-engagement, self-interrogation. Where they have the time, they don't take, you know, take the time to actually do it. You know, they don't <laughs> want to do it. They're they trying to be, they too busy trying to be a, another character outside of themselves. They don't even know who they are. Mm-hmm. You, there's no way on earth that you're going to be able to find out, know, and understand who you are by identifying, recognizing, without identifying, recognizing, and understanding when you on social media all fucking day. It's, it's impossible. <laughs> You're not going to know who the hell you are. <laughs> because where where are you going? Where are you going? I mean, like, even when people travel, you know, like, they, they sit on the phone constantly. But you but you, oh, miss yeah. this, but you missing this, this amazing view. But you looking at your phone. You should have captured that image right there, you know, for your mind. Mm-hmm. Like, our brain... Is a Dallas system in itself. That's why they said, you know, you know, as a kid, the mind is a terrible thing to waste. 
we put the electronic device and gave it so much power to where we forgot about the power of the brain. Mm-hmm. Smartphone. So does that mean there's a dumb phone? <laughs> dumb you know what I mean? Like, how, how, is, how is a phone smarter than the brain when the brain from a person created the phone? That's backwards. That's like saying, that's like saying robots created us. They didn't create us. We created <laughs> it. Well, yeah, that that all goes back to religion, <laughs> because people don't respect the, their creator, so they don't they get taken advantage of by the creation itself, because they can't see the they don't see the order, so they get taken advantage of by the create the creation. They see that as their god through idol worship, because they don't recognize their source. I mean that that's where that all goes back to for me. I can pretty much guarantee you that 98% of people that use Facebook every day can't, don't even know how to fucking start a fire. They don't, they don't know the difference between, um, you know, the, uh, types of fire extinguishers. Well, how, how is it relevant? And why I mentioned that? Well, this is simple safety gaps, safety instructions. You know what I mean? Not saying you, uh, you know, if you don't know, it's a problem. It's the fact that it's so it, it's it's small shit that you can learn and understand, you know, outside of social media. Mm-hmm. It's so much the world has to offer. It's so many places in the world you can go and go and discover for yourself. Well, I ain't gonna say discover because it's already there. It's somebody that's been there for the most part, wherever mm-hmm. that is. Uh, you know, people walking around every day don't even know the planet that they stand on. They don't understand. The energy of this planet. Now, I'm saying the energy that comes from water. I mean, much less all the medicine that's in plants and all that. I mean, like that just is so overlooked now. They literally, they literally live in a a hundred percent man-made creation, where medicine comes from man, food comes from plants, manufactured plants, not not natural plants. Literally, like everything comes from man. They live in cement. They live in everything around them is dead material made by man, and yeah, they have no connection with nature at all. That's why people are so reliant on this vaccine. It had oh, you know maybe the this virus that came from nature well maybe it has a natural cure if it is even what they say it is. No, it's just you just have to take the vaccine. It's like they want a me versus you environment. You either, you either with us or against us mentality. One thousand percent, yeah. You know, like I don't, I don't even want to know most people. <laughs> I don't. You know what I mean? Like, why you want me to? Why you want us to do what you want to? You want uh, to be done when we don't even want to be a part of you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't get it. You know what I mean? But they, but they but they want to control so damn much. They want to mm-hmm. control so much to where they're willing to risk all their time, their life on a project, just to, <laughs> the project of humans, just yeah. to be just to be satisfied, uh, with, with just, with just to satisfy the next person. 
or among their peers or their elders or whatnot, what have you, carrying on the same agenda that that their previous ancestors have been doing for for generations and years. And that has no color on that. That's 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 the mindset of people that's never gonna change. But you got so many people that's willing to fall in fall in line, you know. Go along with the rat race. Go along, get along game. Shout out Kwame Brown. Go along, get along game. Uh hey, is their fault. But they made their choice. They chose not to listen to people like us because it's not popular to do that. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and we don't, we don't showcase. We don't showcase. So if we ain't got a show, anybody gonna participate in that? This conversation alone, I mean, whenever you even drop, drop it on, uh, on the app for somebody to hear it, only a few mm-hmm. people gonna hear it anyway. Which, yeah. That's cool. That's cool anyway. Mm-hmm. If it goes, if it goes viral, hey, that's great as well, but it's still going to be only be a, a few, a fraction that really takes the time out to actually take heed to the conversation and what's really being talked about, you know, things that are not popular and why is it no, so yeah. important. They feed no, our minds no. with stories of entertainers, professional athletes, uh, movie stars, everything is being pushed. The agenda is so strong. It's sad. It's really sad. Yeah. And it's getting more and more pervasive, especially with the social media stuff, because now they can just, <laughs> they, they, you, it's like a, you know, people are like a moth attracted to the light when it comes to Facebook and all the drama on there. It adds a whole new level of distraction and entertainment. They don't even have to have Hollywood anymore. It's just like, oh, Facebook, get on there, get it distracted. No Lord, but I gotta I gotta wrap this up. I got a project to work on in a moment. Where can people find you again? They can find me through you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or they can just simply simply shoot me an email. Vision Supreme, V I S I O N Supreme, S U P R E M E two four seven at gmail dot com. Vision Supreme twenty four seven at what again? Gmail dot com. Gmail. That's what I thought. All right. Sounds good, man. Well, thanks for jumping on here with me today. I guess we kind of it, it kind of tied in together with what we were trying to talk about yesterday. Facebook did, so it kind of just added another angle to it. Yeah, most definitely. See, we can go on for everybody. Um, man, so, so much out there to be said. Uh, but I, I will close with this that. If no, if the people that don't know, it ain't, it ain't no time for them to get prepared and ready. And I've been saying it for years. Without preparedness, you're doomed. Yeah. If you if you see a crowd, if you see a big crowd going in a particular direction, you Walk might not want to follow. <laughs> Go the other way. Thanks for joining. No problem, brother. Always here. Good. That wraps up this episode of Podcast Light Renaissance. Again, that was my boy Lee. You can reach him at Vision Supreme 24-7 at gmail.com. And we'll definitely check in with him again over time and see how his case drags out. Um, basically, he was going to become, before the incident that we mentioned in the last podcast where he got a DUI charge while sleeping in his car, he was basically on his way to become... Uh, security for the White House. (laughs) 
and get his top secret security clearance, which is why he was in the area he was in to begin with. But unfortunately, life took turns for him. So, you know, we'll have to stay tuned and see how that one pans out because it's definitely an interesting story and he's got quite the adventure ahead of him. Until next time, you've been listening to Podcast La Renaissance. Be sure to share with your friends and family and hit that subscribe button and whatnot. Do your thing. Do your thing.